Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out. So, episode three of season seven, we are knee deep into January. So, I wanted to talk about how you can dare to be rare. I know that you've seen the adverts for all the discounted gyms and all the sort of new year new me sort of affirmations and posts and things like that but one of the things that I would encourage you to do I think that especially if you have been on a personal development journey for a while or you're just starting out or you're just generally somebody who's either experienced something in life that has enabled them to sort of take a step back and take stock One of the things that I would encourage you to do is to dare to be rare and that's because uh, as Malcolm Gladwell's book Outliers talks about, we are a sort of, as human beings, our sense of belonging is a very strong driver but equally so we have a sense of significance and we have a sense of a need to fulfill a purpose and sometimes that need for significance and purpose which aren't wrong by the way so you're not wrong for wanting recognition is something that trumps our need for belonging now for the majority of people the need for belonging will always be stronger and the need for belonging is again just as healthy as the others because we are social we are made to connect with one another and the good thing is we can choose how and when we connect with other people and to what depth and so I would encourage you to continue to practice whatever you've been doing I talked about developing magnetic social skills on the last podcast so go check that out for a few practical tips on how to do so but also the why of why do you need to be magnetic socially can't you just be yourself yes be yourself but even the best version of yourself which is what I want to talk about today in dare to be rare it's kind of my sort of life motto if I did have one because I think it's so prevalent that in the world that we live in today being sort of inauthentic is more popular than being your own person thinking for yourself being an individual who can be able to sort of critically appraise things not feeling the need to uh, agree with everything but also taking zero offense if people have different opinions than you and also especially as a woman if you just appear different if you appear for example more feminine in my case and you embrace that sense of femininity and that sense of playfulness and that sense of um just levity that you can bring uh and that sense of intuition uh and warmth that is often sometimes not celebrated but much needed and so i think it's important to dare to be rare and one of the books that i'm reading at the moment is the courage to be disliked which is my first point So I'm very much pinching that from the book, but the book, you can find it anywhere where books are sold and obviously Amazon. But that book 
takes a stoical philosophical look at the courage to be decided why we want to be liked so much and one of the reasons why I wanted to start on this point is because it is not wrong to want anybody else or other people to like you but it's there's no need for it so what you need are healthy connections that are reciprocal and that champion you and your growth and that allow you to be yourself so that's why when people talk about being in a room full of people and still being lonely because it's not about being around people and being just liked superficially for example it's about being known that's what's important that's what we want we want as human beings to be understood heard um, valued and known so that's really what we want and so being disliked when you put it in the context of that isn't that a big isn't so much of a big deal because you want the right people to like you and the right people are those who are purposeful those who have their own mission in life going those who champion others those who add to your mental health rather than depleting from it and individuals who generally see the cup of life as half full that's not cheesy or sort of over the top but the alternative to living life the other way I personally think is too miserable so as we sort of move past the halfway mark of January and what uh, some people have joked on the internet to be sort of what is it the 90 day month what feels like a 90 day month I want to encourage you to keep you know forward with your goals and have the courage to be disliked this doesn't mean that you actively behave in ways that cause people to dislike you this doesn't mean that you are deliberately contrarian so if somebody says the sky is blue you say it's green if somebody says they like the color red you're like no but blue is better all of these things that's not you know being deliberately provocative or uh, somebody who makes false assumptions and just runs with it somebody who's unkind to others to show how unaffected they are by people's approval is completely unnecessary what i mean to have the courage to be disliked is have the courage to be yourself and be okay if other people don't either understand value or appreciate it because that's not for you to control you can't control that daring to be rare is just that rare the most rare things in this world are the most prized we as human beings value something more when it is rare if you're looking at it from a monetary monetary value point of view so to use that analogy the rarest diamonds the largest diamonds the rarest cars the oldest classic cars um even garments that are vintage or from hundreds of years ago these are things that are prized why and some of the things they'll even put in museums to the point where you can't even put a price tag on it because they're so rare why because they're different they're not like anything that you find anywhere else so daring to be rare is not about being different for the sake of it it's not about following trends that you see in pop culture in media in general modern society because that's what really ultimately you're still seeking um, acceptance it's actually about being yourself and being okay with that however that may show up and that also means that you are not affected uh, if you dislike somebody else because shock horror that can happen <laughs> but also it doesn't phase you it doesn't you don't feel the need to always sort of prove yourself but also you don't always feel the need to correct or 
insert yourself in anybody else's life or business because that's theirs. So you have a sense, healthy sense of self between you and others. And that's my second point. A lot of people have been raised in enmeshed sort of relationships. And what do I mean by enmeshed? It means that you don't know where you end and another person begins. So your ideas, your thoughts, your mannerisms, your behaviors, you haven't had time and you weren't given the space emotionally, intellectually, socially to develop your own sense of self. And so you tend to enmesh with whatever environment you find yourself in. And so it's really important to understand where the origins of that were, perhaps usually that's from the origins of our upbringing, but also how that was perpetuated through your adolescence and early adulthood, or regardless of whatever age you are, even current adulthood. So enmeshment means that, or having the courage to be disliked and daring to be rare means that you put an end to that enmeshment. It means that when you go into a situation, you're not so busy trying to agree and do and say and conform to what other people clearly or indirectly show that that's what they like in order for you to fit in. You are able to discern that this is me and that is them. Their opinion has absolutely nothing to do with me. My opinion sometimes, most of the time, doesn't have anything to do with them. It's just an opinion. Opinions are, well, you know the rest of the saying. Everyone has one. So I'll leave it there. But what I will say is that opinions aren't facts. And so when you seek to enmesh yourself, you forget who you are. But when you dare to be rare, when you dare to be yourself, when you dare to dress well in a world that seems to have endless loungewear, no offense against loungewear because I'm literally wearing it right now, but that's because I'm inside my house lounging. Um, And, or it can be wearing makeup. It can be as a man wearing a suit. I know that Jordan Peterson in his recent round of media interviews has been talking about how much of a difference he sees, for example, in the men who attend his conferences and even throughout the couple of years when they start to take pride in their appearance, for example, which isn't necessarily the norm because we live in a world where people ridicule you for being different in any way or for wanting to better yourself in any way or for wanting to get fit or for being fit, or for wanting to read more, or for wanting to travel and explore more, or achieve more, start a business, grow a family, you know, even espousing what people are terming as traditional family values is seen as controversial. Who would have thought to see the day? Now, that doesn't mean that any other views are lesser than, it just means that they're different. And the whole point of this episode is that Daring to be rare means that you are okay being you and you let others be them. What a world that would be. So be able to examine where does my enmeshment start? Perhaps you are triggered by, for example, when somebody says something that disagrees with you, you feel the need to conform to it. Perhaps you you feel that you need to sort of for survival purposes. But some of the things that you learn at a young age or even through your own circumstances socially um, that may have left an imprint in you, they may have been useful then, but they're not useful now. And the truth is that people respect you more when you hold your own frame, when you hold your own way of thinking, when you understand who you are. Now, does this mean that every opinion has to be shared? Does this mean you have to correct every single person that you know, as I always say, comes at you sideways? Absolutely not. What it does mean is that you can hold your own frame and that you don't absorb, you observe, as I always say. 
And I would say this things to what um, I talked about previously in the episode on developing magnetic social skills, which is holding your own frame is actually truly magnetic. So being able to hold space for other people's opinions, other people's even dubious um, behaviors sometimes, and being able to go, great, well, that's them, and this is me, and it's all good. And that means that you're not phased, you're not reactive, you make your anger or any other seemingly negative emotion very, very, very expensive. And that means that you are rare because we live in a world that loves to fear monger, loves to sort of get a rise out of different people groups. And when you just refuse to do that, then you are operating in a space where you enter the room, the atmosphere with a sense of peace, with a sense of purpose, with a sense of magnetism and just daring to be happy. And that leads me on to my next point, which is um, this is a choice. <laughs> so this is something that you're going to be, have to be intentional about. Choosing to be happy is a decision that you make for yourself. It's not something that other people can do for you. And it's not something that you will be able to suddenly decide, well, I'm going to uh, just decide, wake up one day and this is who I am. No, you're going to have to practice this over time. And this is a good thing is that you can be able to put yourself in situations where you can understand how you respond, your comfort levels with you growing as a person. So sometimes daring to be rare has nothing to do with your external appearance that sometimes doesn't change. But it can be to do with your external. Maybe you change. Maybe you talk less. Maybe you talk slower. Maybe you do things differently. Maybe there are certain places that you don't go to anymore. Maybe there are in conversations that you don't entertain. So there are different things that you can do to ensure that you are displaying that sense of rareness. But that is up to you. That is something that you choose within yourself. It's not something that somebody else can do for you. It's something that you have to cultivate and practice and be intentional about. So one of the things that I would say that can help you do this is plan out your week. You usually will know what happens in a week. You may not know every person that you meet, you may not know every single appointment, you may not know every single detail. That's not the point. The point is that you have a general idea about how your week is going. So one of the things that you wanna do is ask yourself, how would I show up in each situation this week how would I ensure that who I am daring to be is in, in alignment with those situations? So, or rather, that those situations are in alignment with who I'm daring to be. And having the courage to follow through. So I would say that active meditation and affirmations can help you with this. Very key. It always helps because it reprograms your mind. It helps you become the individual before you get into those situations. So that's part of daring to be rare because you can't expect things to change overnight because it's taking you this long to form your internal narrative. It's taking this long to form your habits, your behaviors, your responses. So it's gonna take some time to unlearn. And so again, I would start by just looking at your day and then your week and deciding how am I gonna show up in that and daring to be rare. And my next point is start by being practicing radical acceptance. So this, you may have heard of this term being talked about 
in the sense of general situations in your life but i think you need to practice radical acceptance with yourself so even with the things that you may not be shouting from the rooftops about it's important that you practice that radical acceptance because first of all it's not anybody else's job to do that second of all it helps you become relaxed in the newness of who you are growing into when you practice radical acceptance if you have flaws which as human beings we all do where they be literal flaws or metaphorical flaws you are able to accept them so nobody can use them against you you're not sitting there trying to as i said mentioned before in a previous episode trying to negotiate whether your flaw is acceptable or not when you practice radical acceptance you are not following the paradigm or the programming of our current world which is to always look for something external to satiate yourself um your sense of inadequacy or your sense of um, wanting more or your sense of thinking maybe i should have done this by now maybe i should do that or is that the new trend is that what's going on no When you practice radical acceptance, you are showing that you like yourself and that can sometimes be very triggering to other people, which is why I mentioned being consistent beforehand and being persistent and intentional because you need that intentionality to overcome the fact that you will trigger other people. You will cause other people to feel like, why does he or she like themselves so much? Why is he or she so comfortable with themselves? Why do they not react to everything? That will trigger other people. So be ready, but be someone who radically accepts themselves to the point where you are not always comparing and contrasting. I always say that comparison is a thief of joy, but not only that, it's a thief of purpose. It's like a distraction. It's like you're you're driving and someone's blaring a horn you know, on your right-hand side and you're trying to keep your eye on the road but they're still there, there, driving right next to you, blaring at you, trying to distract you from your purpose. Comparison does you no good. Um, and sometimes even comparing yourself to where you thought you would be or what you thought you would be doing and things like that is not helpful but you practice radical acceptance and you relax. And as I mentioned about in our first episode of this series about releasing attachment, It also helps you release that attachment. It helps you release that sense of anxiety around your achievements and what you want to make happen. And because when you're relaxed, when you hold your own frame, when you have the courage to be disliked, when you practice radical acceptance, you're not going to be spending your time sort of policing other people or feeling the need to prove yourself because you'll be so focused on your purpose that it will be what's for naturally fulfilling. So I want to talk about daring to be rare because I really think it's something that we can all learn to do because the world would be an exceptionally boring place if we were all the same. For example, we wouldn't want to travel. We wouldn't want to eat different cuisines. We wouldn't want to hear about people's life stories and read autobiographies or anything like that if we knew the end already or if we knew what they'd been through. Like The whole point of life is that, as I would say, human beings are very fascinating, but so are you. But you won't know that 
if you are for example as i mentioned earlier always enmeshed with your surroundings always trying to blend in like a chameleon because you'll never know who you are you'll never be able to stand on your own values and principles because you haven't identified what they are yet so i would encourage you to um, go back and listen to that episode about releasing attachment but also in your life this week how can you display your sense of rareness as i said this doesn't have to be anything radical it's always small incremental changes small micro changes that have a massive macro influence so don't don't underestimate what you can do in a month what you can do in three months or six months so just keep at it and just make small incremental steps sometimes it can be as small as something as saying no thanks it's an invitation sometimes it can be uh, starting a new exercise regime sometimes it can be saying practicing saying hello to people that you you usually avoid because of shyness or sometimes it can be putting out work that you thought that you couldn't before sometimes it's you know speaking to yourself nicely and practicing that every day so there are so many different things that we can do and that we can practically do to help ourselves to dare to be rare but to be honest to end this episode the most important thing is that you like you you will be spending the rest of your life with you and what better environment to live in than one that cultivates like a garden where you plant the seeds of growth of accountability of self-acceptance and understanding who you are continually and always looking to grow and be a positive impact on others i can't think of anything better than that but if you can then let me know as always i welcome your comments so let me know what you thought of this episode share with anyone in your world who you think needs a little bit of encouragement and i wanted to do this in january because this is a time where i'm cognizant that people are making a lot of changes and i want to help you keep in mind the mindset and the foundational sort of aspects of this so that when your motivation is feels a bit lagging your discipline can kick in but also the reasons why and and the the paradigm and the shift in mindset why can help you continue to do so as ever thank you so much for watching and i'll see you or rather you'll hear me on the next episode bye